is Hebrew Hits, presented by JTribeRadio.com. I'm your host, Malia, and I sit down with people who live by the motto, it's what you do with what you have that makes a difference.
Welcome to the show. You're listening to Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia, and today I'm sitting down with cantor Joel Kaplan, who is also the executive director of Yeshiva Darche Torah, located in Farakway, New York. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here. How are you doing today? Great. I'm flattered to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, we, we, we moved to uh, Farakway in um, 1986. So uh, we built, uh, actually, I was in the real estate business and we built 22 homes. Um, I live in one of my own homes. So uh, by training, I'm an attorney, but I didn't end up practicing too much. Um, then we went into real estate. And then actually, I spent most of my career um, running um, not-for-profits. I ran the uh, United Jewish Council on the East Side for about 17 years, and then the Honorway Learning Center, uh, which is a preschool for development with the children on the Dachai campus. And, and finally, the last few years, I've been executive director of Dachai. I was president of Dachai years ago and have always had a, have my boys here and very much affiliated with it. So how did you get started with Chazanas? Uh, so that's, um, so I grew up in Borough Park in Brooklyn. My, my father, Olvashalm Davin, in a shul called Bethel, of Borough Park, which is probably the, the world's most uh, prestigious position for a chazan. Uh, he went for the rabbi, Rabbi Shore, but the chazan then was Chazan Moshe Kusevitsky, who was regarded as the best chazan in the world then and probably even now, uh, even till this day. And he, um, um, so once in Chastora, um, some of the boys were making believe they were in the choir. He, the choir wasn't singing that Shabbos with the chazan. Um, with that, you don't have with the chazan. And uh, we were at the choir loft. They had a thing called the choir loft, where the choir was on top. It was very, it was very dramatic. The chazan was downstairs, and the choir was up there, and it had a blue and white, like a uh, background, like the sky, and we had gowns. Uh, so someone said, why does your son make believe he's in the choir? Why don't you bring him and have him join the choir? And then choirs then often had young boys who were, uh, one of the sang one of the parts, uh, the alto part, and the other parts were sung by men, professional singers. So that's what happened. My father brought me to rehearsal, and um, I joined the choir and became a soloist um, over the years. And um, I sang with the great uh, Chazan Moshe Kosovitsky, and that that was a uh, fantastic um, experience uh, for me. And uh, what happened was also that uh, there were then uh, records called the Pirche records, which uh, a long time ago, but some of the songs you recognize like Anima Min yeah. That's a famous song uh, that we sing even now. And that was my solo um, on one of the records. So when people hear that song, I was the one that introduced it um, many, many years ago. I wasn't a member of Pirche, but um, when they were doing the records, they wanted to get some some good um, talent, I suppose, and they went to Bethel and they saw the kids that were in the choir and they recruited us to sing on the records. And then I continued to study study Nusach, Hatfila, and the little Chazanis and voice. And that's how... Um, that's how it uh, started. Before we get into Nusach Atzvila, I just want to ask you, these choirs, was it only in Bethel or did 
No. A lot of shuls have it. A lot of shuls had choirs. A lot of shuls, a lot of shuls had chazorim. A lot of shuls had choirs. And for a whole generation of boys, it was an opportunity to start a musical career. Uh, a lot of chazanim uh, started out singing in choirs. And now it's, you don't have that now in shuls. Now instead you have Miami Boys Choir, Yeshiva Boys Choir, and my grandson is in um, New York Boys Choir. So that's a different breeding ground. Um, but also it was um, a way for people to launch a musical career. So I studied voice and I went to what's called the Lucy Moses School of Music. So I yeah. learned keyboard and, and for a while I was, um, I was playing keyboard at Hasanas for the Messengers Orchestra. And um, I was part of uh, the Or Chodosh uh, singing group. So it was, it was an interesting and, and fascinating time, for, especially for a young person. And we'll be back with some more cantor Joel Kaplan right after the next song. Here is Bishvi Lee by Benny Friedman on gtriberadio.com.
and we're back with some more cantor joel kaplan at what age did you start singing so in the choir about nine wow nine right and for about four or five years because then at about 13 14 your voice start the a man's a boy's voice starts to change and unless you're careful you may you may lose it because if you use it too much when it's changing it's very delicate and sometimes that would that would um, mean the end of you know a career so what you didn't sing for like a few years you, what you do is you sing but you do it under um you, you don't push it as much you, you don't perform as much and your voice first of all you can't sing really as much because your voice sometimes you can't control it almost because it's it's undergoing it's like undergoing as if it's um, a repair job. You know, you can't drive the car when it's being repaired. So it's not being repaired, but it's changing. And when it's changing, you can't always control how it performs. So you have to... It's very interesting. A voice yeah. is, is, so, is so interesting because, for example, um, in the opera, mm -hmm. in the opera, there's someone singing, there's singing 3,000 seat opera house. They're not amplified. There's no mics. There's a whole orchestra. There's a whole chorus. And the person that you hear is singing over everything. Now, you have to really know how to use your voice wow. in an extraordinary way to be able to do that. And sometimes, you know, in opera, they're acting it out. The person was, you know, was stabbed, you know, and he's lying on the floor you know, stabbed, and he's singing an aria over the whole orchestra. With no microphone. No microphone. Opera's no microphone. Wow, I didn't know that. One more question about the choirs. Were these choirs that you sang in as a kid only on Shabbos and Yontiv, or was it like every day that there was a minion, there was a choir? No, no, not every day was a minion. No, no, it was just a Shabbos Yontiv, uh, but, uh, and also we did concerts, we did concerts, a uh, number of times a year. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. That must have been really fun to be a part of that. It was. It's good for your self-confidence. You know, you, at that age, uh, you know, you're part of a choir. If you're a soloist, even more so. Uh, you would get paid a little bit as well. And for, oh, really? Yeah, for 11, 12-year-old, it would be uh, you know, a very nice, uh, very nice experience. Also, we would do weddings, a lot of weddings. And there's a song... That that we don't see now at weddings, but via male, where where you would the, the boy would come down the aisle, raising his hands like this, blessing like blessing the the Hassan and Kala. Oh wow! And um, I mean, you get paid for that uh, for that as well. So yeah, it was interesting times. Well, that's amazing that you're a part of that. Well, I know you mentioned Nusachat and I know that you are a part of the Nusachat Initiative. Right. What exactly is the Nusachat Initiative? So forgetting about Chazonis, because Chazonis is really an elaboration of Nusach HaTfilah. Nusach HaTfilah is the way we as Jews are supposed to daven. We know about Nusach, meaning the words, but there's another dimension of davening, which is the melodies. And there's a certain Nusach, there's a certain musical melody or musical motif that you have to have, that, that you have to daven with. Why? First of all, it's the halacha, it's the, the Jewish law. Um, the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah in the Shulchan Aruch says that you should not change uh, the minhagim of the community 
Afilu hanigunim. Even the nigunim you shouldn't change. Why? Because that's part of our Masorah. Our Masorah, our tradition, has it that for the best example that everyone will, will appreciate is Kol Nidre, right? If you come to Shul and you hear whoever the Chazan or the Shriach Sibur is, it's always like this. Kol Nidre. Now let's say you come and you hear somebody get up to Davin and he says, you know, I don't like that melody. I'm going to make my own melody up that I like better. You can't do that. You don't want him to do that. Um, he's not allowed to do that. So if you, there are certain, there are certain davening, parts of davening, Rosh Hashanah Kippur, and Shabbos, and even during the week, that have their own distinct musical motif. And that's the per- person, only a person who knows how to, that particular musical motif should be the one to daven. So it's, it's what we expect to hear when we come to shul. We want to hear that, like on Yantiv, we heard, You have a certain thing in your head if you go to shul regularly. What I did was, um, for Beth Shalom, where I'm the Chaza now, is I did, um, because um, we're, not, we're not in shul yet again, but I did was, we send out every week from the r- rabbis of the shul and myself, we send out something for the congregation to hear. So I or read. So I did was I recorded Kaddish, eight different Kaddishim from around the, the the year. The Kaddish which you're supposed to hear Rosh Hashanah at night. Kaddish you're supposed to hear Rosh Hashanah during the day. Uh, Yantiv, uh, Tal before Tal before Geshem on on Shabbos, etc. And I made a little contest. And if you have to identify, there were eight of them that I recorded. I said. If you could identify which one belongs to which davening, then you win. So we had we had a winner. Um, really? Yeah, it was interesting. And it is if you walk into shul and you had just fell asleep for seventy years, and you woke up and you walk into shul and you said, "I wonder what day it is today," and you walk in, and depending on which kaddish you hear, for example, you go, "Oh, it's Rosh Hashanah," or "Oh." oh it's it's a circus, you know, Shmini Atzeres. That's the that's for the Geshem, and and that's why Nusachat Fil is very important. Not not Chazonis. Not talking about Chazonis at all. Talking about how you should hear davening. And we'll be back with some more Cantor Joel Kaplan right after the next song. Here is Cave by Waterbury Masifta on JTriberadio.com.
with some more Cantor Joel Kaplan. Why is it so important? I understand that like you're trying to keep the, the melodies the same, but why? Well, because that's the halacha. That's the mesor of our people that certain davening, parts of the davening have to have a certain motif. Now, it doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of other parts of davening where you have free reign. For example, kel adon, you could sing almost any, any uh, melody. Um, there are a whole... Uh, there's a great variety in Kedusha. You could sing a lot of different, there are certain rules, but not like Kol Nidre, for example. It has to be very, is very uh, precise. So you have, you have um, flexibility 
in a lot of the davening at what melodies to sing, and people take advantage of it. They sing all kinds of different melodies. But the important part is that the parts that have to have a certain nusach, you have to adhere to the nusach, because that's what that's the tradition of our people for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And so we have to maintain that. So what is your role in Nusach HaTzvila with this initiative? The initiative? So yeah. what happened was that the, the only Orthodox cantoral school, or music school in America is in YU. It's called the Bell School of Jewish Music. Okay. And it was going through some changes and that's where people could go to learn Nusach HaTzvila. And it was going through some changes and I was nervous that even that one place was was not going to have the same impact on people to learn the Sakatvila. So I thought about it, and uh, actually Rabbi Hayen suggested, why don't you go to the OU? Because the OU has all the member congregations around the country, and those are the people that you want to train in those shuls to be able to lead the services. Not as chazan, again, not about chazanas, to lead the services with the proper uh, nusach. And so I, we met with uh, Alan Fagan, who's executive vice president, and right away he, he hopped it, he understood the importance of it. And we hired, um, the OU hired um, Chazen Chaim W. Burson, who's now in Kehillah's gesture in the city, a young guy who knows about social media, he knows about Chazonis and Nusach Hatfila. And that's what we did. We started to try to get as many resources so people could say, how do I sing? How do, what's a nusach for so-and-so, for this davening? And on the website, you have um, a, a resource so you can listen and say, aha, that's the way you sing this and this. That's the way you sing that. This is available to anybody? Anybody could go on the yeah. website and put it out? Yeah, ou.org uh, and then put in Nusach HaTfila search and you'll come to that. Uh, we're always, we need to add more more resources and um, the best way to really learn is to have a teacher, but not always. Not always <laughs> so you started the whole Nusach HaTfila initiative then? Of the OU, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's becoming a really big thing that, that not only that one school, what was it again that you said? The Bell School of Jewish Music. So not only them, but now everybody can hear all the tunes. And who records all the tunes? Stay tuned to find out who records all of the tunes right after the next song. Here is Yoni Z's song up on jtriberadio.com. Every breath I take, every move I make, I'm breathing you. Every word I say, every single day, I speak of you. You bring me up, you take me down, my heart's awake and I see you now. And through the nights when I'm afraid, I close my eyes and I feel your grace. So hold my hand, don't let it go. Show me your face, let the whole world know. When I go high, when I fall low, I know you're there to lift me up. I know you're there to lift me up. 
Every breath I take, every move I make, I'm breathing you. Every word I say, every single day, I speak of you. You bring me up, you take me down, my heart's awake and I see you now. And through the nights when I'm afraid, I close my eyes and I feel your grace. Hebrew hits. That was his song up. Right now, we are back with some more cantor, Joel Kaplan. He is going to tell you who records all of the tunes for the Nusach Hatfila initiative. So it's so Chaim David Burson recorded some t- some tunes. For example, what we did was we said who becomes the shliach tzibur, who davens for the Ahmed without having been trained at all. You know who? Someone who God forbid lost a father or a mother, because the tradition is. You say Kaddish, but also if you can, you should daven as the as the chazan, as the sheikh sibur during the week. So you have people who may not have even gone to shul of the minion to daven regularly, but now all of a sudden they're thrust into this role with not only going to shul, they're the ones that have to lead the services, and they don't. So, so again with with Alan Fagan, Chaim, and David Burson, we created a CD. Uh, well, actually, it's flash um, drive <laughs> with a with a whole array of questions and answers about what if someone wants to daven, what they should know about where to start, where to end, all kinds of frequently asked questions about. And we give it to anybody who's an oval. We say here, this way you could learn how to daven during the week, during the week. And Chaim David Burson recorded the regular weekday chakras so people could hear in their head how it's supposed to sound. That's wow. something also that the OU did. And that any shul could call up the OU and they'll get this pack, this kit sent to, sent to them. That is incredible. When do you have time to do this? You sound like such a busy man. Like, and you have time to do 
all this stuff. The truth of the matter is Chaim David Burson is the hero and uh, Alan Fagan is the hero. Chaim David is the one who has the talent and Alan Fagan is the one who recognized the need for it and followed up on it right away. So we're thankful to him. Well, as a Chazan, do you have to practice or train your voice even today? I've been taking voice lessons at least once a week for the last 45 plus years. Wow. People say, why do you have to take voice lessons? Don't you know it yet? Right. But the answer is that you, at some point, you, um, there's three, two answers. One is that you always want to build stamina. You always want to build range. You always want to build um, uh, your ability to learn a new piece, a new selection. You want to get coached in how you learn that piece. Mm-hmm. But besides that, two other things. One is, why do baseball players, major league baseball players, why do you have a a hitting coach and a pitching coach and a conditioning coach, they're at the top of their game. Tennis players, the top tennis players, they have all kinds of coaches. Why? Why do they need the coaches? Because you want to make, first of all, there's always a a room to improve. And it's hard to improve subjectively. You need someone to guide you. And also, if you start making mistakes, you may not catch it. Oh. And you make one little mistake and then it takes you off, veers you off where you're supposed to be. So that's why you always have, uh, you always have voice teachers and you always have um, hitting coaches. This is How did you decide who your voice coach would be? I've had the same voice coach for the last 35, 35 years. Same, same one that Avram Fried goes to, the same one that many other of the singers that we recognize uh, nowadays all go to. His name is Hersh Einhorn and he understands the voice medically because sometimes people have issues with their voice, a polyp or a nodule, and he knows exactly how to work that out. And he understands the medicine of it and he understands the techniques of it. So that's, that's what we do. And also as you get older, like myself, mm-hmm. sometimes the voice starts to wobble okay. and, and, and he's very much into making sure that it doesn't happen. You have to adjust the technique so that doesn't happen. And if you don't, then a voice, you'll say, oh, sounds like an old man. When I sing, I hope I don't sound like an old man. (laughs) I'm assuming now a lot of chazans out there actually get voice lessons. Yes, yes. Um, Almost all of them have have access to a teacher that may not go as regularly as they should or they want to, but they all have had... um, you know, they all have had uh, and have voice voice training. And we'll be back with some more Cantor Joel Kaplan right here on Hebrew Hits. But first, we got to play a song. Here is Hanan Ben Ari's song, Rega, on jtriberadio.com. <laughs> צריכים לזוז בזה, אני בטוח לרוז לנוע תוך כדי נבין לאן חיכינו די, אז רק תגידי יו יו בואי נברח וניקח רק אותי ואותך
חלון פתוח, חביר מלוח, קו המים מתקרב לחור. הזמן נוזל עכשיו משפוט ננוע, לפחות שבוע, לא נחשוב על שום דבר. That was Rega by Hanan Ben-Ari right here on Hebrew Hits. And we're back with some more cantor Joel Kaplan. Being a Chazin, can you share some of your favorite moments? I suppose my favorite moment is when someone comes over to me after davening and says, Chazin, you know, you made me cry. Wow. Or you, you really inspired me. Or now I understand the davening much better. I, I also enjoyed, you know, the songs as well. But that's really what it's about. That's what we're, we're there for, to inspire people. And that's, that's usually the best. Um, the best feeling best, of being a chazan? The best feeling, yeah. yeah. It's amazing how powerful a voice could be. Well, have you been a chazan in any other places besides for Beth Shalom? Yeah. I started when I was 19. I was a chazan for... Uh, two years in two different shuls just for Rosh Hashanah Kippur to start out. In fact, I was a chazan in Nochem Siegel's father's shul. Really? Have Siegel, right. And then, um, then I was 21. I was uh, the chazan in Bradley Beach, New Jersey, once mm-hmm. a month in all the holidays. And then I became the chazan in Ocean Avenue Jewish Center in Brooklyn for 10 years. Then we moved out here, and I was going back to Ocean Avenue every other week, but that wasn't a long-term situation. But if you're a chaz and you like to be in a big shul, so I went to the white shul here, and they asked me to daven a couple of times, and then and finally they said, you know what, would you want to be the chaz in here? I said, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. And I was there for 15 years. Wow. And then 17 years ago, um, my predecessor in Beth Shalom, Chazan Ehrlich, came ill, 
and uh, she was looking for another chazan, and here I am, 17 years later. So you left the white shul, and yeah. you kept all the same tunes from the white shul, from all the shuls? Well, always, we're always looking for new tunes that fit the nusach. Right. You know? So we'll, and in terms of Hallel, we're looking for new tunes. In terms of Kedushas, we're looking for new tunes. In terms of Kel Adon, we're looking for new tunes. And so what we've done is, um, i looking for new tunes. But besides that, uh, we have some colleagues on the west side, uh, Chazen Zevi Muller, Chaim David Burson, and Yankee Lemmer, the, the right. very fine Chazanim in the Upper West Side. And we shared um, the tunes that we use. We traded around so that um, oh. we had more, more ideas for, for tunes. What, you know, what works for them in their shul may work for me also in, in Beth Shalom. For Kedushas, I have probably about six or seven mm-hmm. for, each, for each paragraph six okay. or seven different tunes. Um, some are more, some I use more often than others, um, but they're all, all generally sing along. And uh, so that's not really chazanasi, you know, it's more congregational singing right. rather than chazanas. Chazanas is, now, nowadays it's, except in certain shuls, it's more for the concerts, except if you're a great chazan, like chazan Helfgat, who's in Parky Synagogue or Chazan Hirschdick, who's in the Hamptons, there they're doing more Chazonist pieces. And uh, people come to hear that. In most of the other shuls, timing is always an issue. What time are we getting out? Um, don't repeat words, et cetera, et cetera. So it's evolved, the Chazonist. But again, Nusach Hatfila is underlying, has to underline everything. Do you have any advice for up-and-coming Chazanim? Yes. The advice is study and there are people to study from and try to get as much Amud experience. In other words, if, if they ask you to daven for the Amud, take them up on it as much as you can. There's no substitute for that kind of experience. To, um, and not to say, oh, I'm not ready yet or try because the more times you, you actually daven, the better you'll get. You heard that right here on Hebrew Hits from Cantor Joel Kaplan. He said, the more you daven, the better you will get. We've got one more song before we get back with some more Cantor Joel Kaplan. Here is Tov Hashem by Mordechai Shapiro on jtriberadio.com. Tov Hashem Hashem la kol, tov. Hashem la kol, tov. Hashem la kol, verachamav al kol masav. Tov. Hashem la kol, tov. Hashem la kol, tov. Hashem la kol, verachamav.
song Tov Hashem. We are back with some more Cantor Joel Kaplan. I'm your host Malia and you are about to find out where Cantor Joel Kaplan's career as a chazan has taken him. It has taken him to many cool places. Well I'm so excited for you to find out where the coolest place has been. Just take a listen. Could anybody become a chazan like at any age or do you advise people who have been singing for a while to really get into chazanas? Well again if if their interest is in is in um, davening for the Ahmed, so then um, it doesn't matter what age, it's a little harder when you're a little older. But again, the first thing you have to learn is Nusach And that's less challenging than singing a piece of Chazanus. A piece of Chazanus is more, is more challenging than just learning, than just saying the Nusach, Nusach yeah. Well, before we go, I've got one more question to ask you. Sure. This is a fun question. Okay. Well, has your life as a chazan taken you to any cool places or any cool events? Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, I did the national anthem twice in Shea Stadium. That was really when the Mets, the Mets um, wow. were uh, in Shea. And uh, takes me to a lot of different dinners where I sing. Um, obviously, every year we have a concert uh, with Chazan um, Helfgat, who's the best Chazan in the whole world, in Beth Shalom, and, and we always have another Chazan, so the three of us in the choir uh, sing, so that's always... But I suppose the highlight was when we, we went, we had a Cantorial Council of America um, 
convention in Israel a number of years ago, and we spent the whole week with seminars learning, you know, about Nusach or yeah. um, there we go again. But we also <laughs> had a concert every night uh, in a different place in Tel Aviv. We had a concert and in Yad Vashem and the great synagogue. And that was really a very cool, um, a cool experience for, for all of us. That's very cool. So I have, I'm very excited about the Shea Stadium thing. Um, yeah, too. <laughs> did you have to apply to, to do that or like, how did you get there? It was Jewish heritage uh, day. Okay. And, and so, so, so the um, Jewish community, community relations council that was involved with it uh, knew that I was a chaz and they asked me to sing. So the, the, the first, interesting, the first time I did. So, um, everyone was waiting, you know, to hear me from all my friends, et cetera. If you weren't there, you could figure listen on the radio. The problem was on the radio, mm-hmm. instead of them listening to you, uh, the radio audience listening to you, they go to a commercial. They don't think oh, really? it's all capital to sing the anthem. So all oh. my friends, but what they did was the Mets, they give you a CD because they know that it's for you. It's a big thing. And they give you a CD of you singing it. So therefore, um, you know, it was, uh, I had, I have, a, have, and the first time, um, um, I suppose this is the, the, they asked how many tickets I need from my immediate family. So I said, um, I need um, 14. I have a large family, so they said, uh, no, for your immediate family. So I said, um, I forgot, um, you know, my, my mother or something. So I said, 15. You know? <laughs> the next time they realized, they, they said, we have four tickets for you. And, that's, and that was what it was. Oh, you know? my gosh. On the, on the scoreboard, <laughs> you saw Cantor Joel, the head in, you know, Cantor Joel Kaplan, Congregation Beth Shalom. So it was pretty cool. That is that. so cool. Were you nervous at all? I was nervous because um, what they do is you have to come like three hours earlier. Wow. And they want you to go through it. They want to show you where you're going to stand. And the person tells you, okay, when I do like this, you start to sing. And, um, you know, I did it. And they wanted to make sure that um, I suppose I wouldn't freeze. They want to know uh, if you want to have it. So there's a delay or no delay in your ear. Um, and... Um, I was thinking, you know, what happens if when he does this, you do freeze? <laughs> what do they do? You right. I, I don't know. I didn't ask him, but I thought about it. I suppose they probably have a backup. You know, they push a button and there's somebody else uh, <laughs> recorded singing it. But um, oh my god, it was a cool, yeah, it was a cool experience. That is yeah. very cool. And can I find that online anywhere, or it's you can't find it? I don't. I didn't see it online. I have to look for the CD. I'm, I haven't listened to it in a while. But it was, uh, yeah, it was. It was good. It was a nice experience. That's very, very, very cool. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. That was Cantor Joel Kaplan. I really appreciate you being here with me today. Any last thing you want to say before we go? My pleasure, and thank you so much. So it's a, you have a great show. I listen to your other other shows, and it's really terrific. Thank you. Thank you so, so, so much.